Welcome to the Beyond Barriers podcast. If you're an ambitious woman who wants to advance in leadership, then this podcast is for you. This podcast is co-hosted by Nikki Barua, digital innovator, serial entrepreneur, author, and speaker, and Monica Marquez, senior corporate leader, ex-Googler, and diversity expert. From inspiring stories to cutting-edge strategies, you'll learn how to develop the skill set, mindset, and tool set to get future-ready fast and accelerate your success. So welcome, everyone, to Beyond Barriers. Today, we are going to talk about why learning is a superpower and why it is so important that you develop that muscle. So let's talk a little bit about why. Like, why is it all of a sudden such a superpower or is it being viewed as a superpower? Because it always has been Mm -hmm. a superpower, but I don't think people have been really thinking about learning as something that is a necessity nowadays. Yeah. Well, part of it is because of how quickly things are changing. You yes. know, no matter what field you're in, no matter what you're an expert in, um, you know, skills are getting obsolete in mm-hmm. 18 months or less. So um, you could be top of your game, but if you're not staying uh, ahead of the curve or staying up with all the trends, it doesn't matter what you know, it's going to get out of um, obsolete pretty quickly. And so that requires Mm -hmm. this constant learning, Mm -hmm. but um, you know, it's, impossible to know everything. Like no right. matter what you look at, there's new technologies, there's new kind of ways of doing work. In fact, um, in the next three to four years, 50% of employees worldwide are mm-hmm. going to have to basically get reskilled. That's a significant number. Mm-hmm. So essentially, it's almost like everyone has to redo everything. And when I think about yeah. like, uh, back in my parents or grandparents' generation, mm-hmm. it's like you went to school, you learned a skill, you start working yes. and that was it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, it's this idea. There's always been the continuing education or the continued learning. But in the past, you didn't necessarily have to um, go back so often. And I think, well, like you were saying, the age of digital disruption and everything is changing. You may learn how to do something one way and it's automated. And then next, you know, there's a new version or a new update and you've got to learn new ways. Yeah. Um, but there's also a dependency on your employer or your company um, telling you what you need to learn. So, Mm -hmm. you know, if there's a new update or some kind of new rollout, you're trained by the company. Well, that's just not enough anymore um, because Mm -hmm. essentially what's happening is even companies can keep up Mm -hmm. with all of the learning and development needs that are coming up so fast. So it really is up to you to stay up with everything. And so, the first thing that happens is recognizing that it's impossible to know it all. Yes. But uh, it is possible to, even if you can't know everything, it Mm -hmm. is possible to know, learn anything at all. Right. And the most important thing about learning, and I think one of the things that lots of research, even, you know, educational institutions and others have realized that, you know, Education has been around for centuries, right? You know, higher ed, whatnot. And it was always about what you needed to learn, but they did a very poor job of teaching you how to learn. Mm -hmm. So they would put all of this content in front of you. And a lot of the times it was just memorization. You would regurgitate, take these tests. But research now shows that the average human within 48 hours 
loses 80% of what they've learned 48 hours prior to. Right. So the the true, you know, application is what really causes someone to learn and retain it and, and just lasting learning, which actually is beneficial in the sense of if you're learning the just-in-time learning and you're learning because you're having to upskill quickly, you're actually applying it. And so you are going to retain it. Right. Um, but the other most important thing is that you've got to learn how to learn smarter. And that is where you've got to do a little bit of self-assessment and understand how you best learn. Mm -hmm. And so now institutions of education are looking at what are the learning styles? How do people learn? And there are several different learning styles. And you know, um, there's seven main ones that they talk about, but I would say the most popular ones are, you know, are you, you know, a visual learner? Are you mm -hmm. a kinesthetic learner? Do you, are you a, like an auditory learner? And there are certain things that you learn differently. So mm -hmm. I personally know when it comes to reading books, um, I'm a slow reader in order for me to kind of, cause I want to understand and retain. But if I listen to a book, like an audio book, I can get through books right away. And, and I'm the opposite. You're total opposite. So, <laughs> So yeah, I, I can I can listen to things. So you know, yes. it's impossible for me to use audiobooks, mm -hmm. uh, but I read really, really fast. So I can go through one to two books a week. Mm -hmm. But if I had to listen to even a podcast, it would take me seven days to get through it. Yeah. So, and so you just have to know your style that works best. And you learn your systems because I'll listen to a book first and then I'll pick up the hard copy book and then I can read really quickly or open it up and then immediately recall what I heard yeah. and look at, the, look at it and then then retain it better and then apply it. Yeah. So you've got to learn those things of how do you learn best and then figuring out how do you how do you best do it. And you know, some people also social learners. They learn best in groups. Um, you, I, I would peg you sometimes as you're more of an interpersonal learner. Mm -hmm. You like to learn on your own, yeah. and then you like to bring it into a group setting yeah. and things like that. So the most important thing is learning how you learn best so that you can learn smarter and quicker and be able to apply it in this whole idea now of just in time learning opposed to you're going to go to school for four years before you apply anything. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And, you know, recognizing that it's actually up to you to stay current, because mm -hmm. if you don't, you're going to get left behind. I mean, the world's just moving way too fast. And mm -hmm. so um, if you say, well, the last time I learned was in college, and now I don't need to learn anymore. Um, really think about how much time every week are you investing in learning? Look at your calendar. And that should give you an indication of not just casually like browsing through social social media or Googling something, but actually dedicating time to learning. If you don't have time accounted for that on your calendar, chances are you're not doing it systematically or as something that is an important part of what is required to be successful in, in the digital age. Right? Yeah. And, you know, there are definitely different things of learning uh, techniques and strategies and habits for you to learn and retain that. And, you know, you have some really good ones of yeah. like writing things down or your think time. And so, so what are some of those? One of the things that I've done for a very long time was like, you know, really thinking about one particular skill or topic I'd focus on every year. So for mm -hmm. years, I've done that where I put one thing. So it could be a language, for example, just say, I'm going to learn this language, you know, in this particular year. So 12 months, I'm going to focus on that. Or it could be a core skill or some topic that is like artificial intelligence. I'm going to focus a whole year really diving deep into that, right? Um, but um, more recently, I changed that. And instead of making it one topic or one skill for the whole year, I made it one focus per month 
So, Mm -hmm. um, which was kind of an experiment. I had no idea what would happen, but Mm -hmm. uh, it just felt like with things changing so fast that even a whole year, yes, it allows me to deep dive, but kind of having a breadth of perspective because there's so much interconnectedness in what we do, right? There's Mm -hmm. different topics that connect to each other. And if you're sort of doing it in shorter cycles, you learn differently. Mm -hmm. So the things that I got out of this experiment of one skill per month, the one topic per month Mm -hmm. was that it forced me to break down really big problems into something smaller. So instead of saying, I'm going to learn everything there is to learn about artificial intelligence, it could be like, I'm going to figure out what part of that am I most interested in or most valuable or relevant for me. And I'm going to focus on just that. So it forced me to pick something that was more valuable instead of a linear sort of progression of that Mm -hmm. and, and just sort of get more knowledgeable about that area. Second, you know, it um, breaking it down that way also allowed me to, you know, uh, incorporate new learning. So 30 days go by, I focus on a topic and maybe I discover new insights or new sources of information. So it's almost like doing it in the sprint based mm-hmm. style allowed me to uh, pivot and, you know, incorporate new insights a lot faster. Mm-hmm. And a third thing that happened is that there was a compounding effect because as each of these monthly sprints went by, I was sort of drawing uh, connections between mm-hmm. different topics and really forced me to reflect and think about how does this all connect? You know, kind of almost like zooming out and right. say, how, how does, you know, all these different things I'm learning about every month, how do they all connect to each other? What does that actually mean? So it almost gives you this predictive ability, like you start to think big picture mm-hmm. as a result of that. So I found that, you know, really interesting. And certainly if you want to go deep into a subject, then you have to you know, give it more time. But this was a whole different way of learning that uh, also taught me how to learn faster and Mm -hmm. learn better um, and actually think, not just consume. Yeah. And I think, you know, for me, I'm a, I'm very much a, a auditory learner, but also a kinesthetic learner. I feel like I have to do yeah. in order to, um, to learn better. And so I learned the best way for me sometimes to learn is to teach because mm-hmm. I'm doing it or I, you know, will learn it well yeah. enough so I can teach it. And then I retain it much better opposed to just learning it in theory and never applying it. Yeah. So application for me, I found to be kind of like my superpower in learning faster um, and retaining it more. And, you know, then once I heard that statistic of 48 hours, you're going to forget <laughs> it. And I'm like, no, I'm going to. So in 48 hours, I'm going to ask myself questions to like make sure that I've retained it. But um, I think that's that's a really powerful way of learning as well. Yeah. So there you have it. Now, you know why learning is important and figure out your style of how you learn best figure out how to make learning a habit and put some of these ideas into practice so you can make learning your superpower. Thank you for listening to the Beyond Barriers podcast. There are thousands of podcasts out there and we are so grateful that you've chosen to listen to ours. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a rating and tell a friend about it and subscribe to get new episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Visit IamBeyondBarriers.com where you'll find show notes, links, and the best way to connect with our guests. See you next episode.